Um, this is your third time at the studio. Is it the third third time here? Yeah. 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 You're yeah, you're the only person who's been here three times. We've had guests on three times in a row, but never here three times. So Yeah, and then I think I mean you absolutely interviewed me for the MLB thing too. Oh yeah. Way, yeah. way back. I don't know if that ever got used for anything or if it got scrapped, but regardless, that means you've interviewed me four times then. Oh shit. I so, snuck I snuck on. I guess you're the MVP. <laughs> MVP. And, he didn't uh, want it to happen. And the, the baby's here. I'm the baby. Yeah. Not the baby though. So have you seen any of the work that we've been doing together though? I like, have not. Actually. It's been like almost a hundred percent of the things that I've been doing recently we've been doing together it's 99.9% for sure it's pretty fucking close so you guys are dating yes yeah um how'd you how'd you guys meet who who are who who are you uh I'm a mystery I am no one Mm. I've come in like the wind and just stole him into my weird little world yeah (laughs) no but uh but on that like so you ever do the thing as just like trying to like industry connection stuff, you just go on Facebook and just add random people. Yeah. Right. And then if they don't add me back, I unfollow them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but I, I do that a lot because like then more people see my posts and yeah. maybe hire me for stuff. So I did that and that's how baby and I got connected. Um, but they weren't living here. They were living in Vegas at the time. No, I wasn't when I came here. Oh, you're talking about the originally, very start. originally, all right, all right. and uh, mm. some something happened. They uh, they reached out about location stuff because I was looking for locations to shoot at, and we talked for a little while. And I got really into their photography work. Like, like this is my biggest inspiration as a photographer. Um, and this is you know way way before we ever actually met. And so I'm just like a fan. And uh, we had kind of made plans to like, I was going to do some filming and some documentation stuff when they were in town working with some clients. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really happening. And then they were out here and uh, I was just like, yo, let me like, let's just at least hang out for a little bit because I want to get to know you because I really like your work. Mm-hmm. And so we hung out and then you forced me to take you on a date. You picked me up from a, a 10 a.m. dominatrix photo shoot that I had done. Yeah. Wait, you were in, in it or are you taking pictures? I was the photographer, always the photographer. And you picked me up and you were like, what the hell? And I was like, oh, you're cute. And then you took me back to my place. And then I was just like, yeah. whoa, whoa. Yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. So <laughs> then, uh, then, yeah, we, I mean, starting as early as like, the next day or wait, can we still wait wait i'm started. still there's like dominatrix in seattle there's so many dominatrix really? in seattle oh yeah i do a lot of people's photography in the industry um what industry the sex worker industry sex worker industry. i yeah. used to be one myself and i'm a huge supporter of you know people. wait wait you're you were a dominatrix or just in the industry i was a dominatrix for a while oh yes oh my god like, i kind of get that vibe in la Wow. Makes sense there. <laughs> Wait, so is Seattle like a kinky city? Is it a city filled with mental illness? It is. <laughs> Wait, what? What's the most kinky city? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I hardly got into the. I do because of my photography. I just am really. I mean, what is the? They're all kind of equal. Everyone's freaks everywhere everyone's freaks everywhere or maybe i just know all the freaky people but aren't people like closeted about that stuff not so much anymore there's spaces for that there's like fetish nights at clubs all the time yeah you'd be really surprised it's a very very open thing now but i can't i want to be like meeting someone in a business suit and the next thing i know they're like 
been spanked in an alleyway? Or I what? mean, it, anything is possible. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of dominatrix, like, that's their that's their job. There's dungeons and, like, there's parties. You know, we are, I was just invited to a... a sex party. A sex, sexy party, at the very least. Did, I, I need to go back and read all the details of it. But you're, you can only go if Gertie can go, or what? I mean... That was never... That's <laughs> ne- That was never discussed. I... Even if I was yeah. to tell baby what to do, um, that would that be one highly <laughs> unsuccessful for you. Highly unsuccessful. I'm a very yeah. obstinate person. So wait, so did you like? Did you like legally change your name to baby? It's not legally changed yet, but it will be one day. We don't speak of the other name. I feel like we should have. You should be on my. Cons- are you like here to stay in Seattle now? Or yeah, I, I live here. You got to come on my conspiracy podcast. Have like a sex episode. <laughs> Conspiracy. Sex. You have a conspiracy <laughs> podcast. Yeah, the BBC podcast. There's a lot of conspiracy. We haven't really stuff. talked about that. You know that I had a conspiracy podcast, right? You got to come on my podcast, yeah, bro. Right? We yeah. got to. We're talking about aliens. Yeah, I got UFO stories for you. It actually does bet. My conspiracy podcast does better than the NAS podcast. It's kind of wild because people love crazy. Is this a shit? crossover episode? What I want to hear. <laughs> I want to know. We need to have my co-host though. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's so crazy. So my co-host's name is Brian Barnett, and I'm Blake Burton. So it's BBC. So it's either it's it's like you know it's a play on words because we're both black. So BBC, but it's also Blake Burton, Brian Barnett conspiracies. So it's it's really well thought out. Fire. Yeah. That's yeah. Strange. So is so you're dating a dominatrix? Is <laughs> X X dominatrix? Yeah. yeah. Oh. X. Wait, um, wait, wait. Last thing. Do you put it in your resume? What What do I need a fucking resume for? I, I work know. for myself. Yeah. Career yeah. Career artist. Next we month is actually resumes. my 12 year anniversary of being a photographer is my career. Whoa. So. And what are, what are you on again? You're on like, how many years are you on? I thought you Four. Like, whoa. Almost four, right? Almost four. Not that long. I actually, so I looked at it with that show last night that we went to, Ryan Van Hygen opening for Schwazy. Um, that <laughs> I, I went back and I looked things up of like when that last show was, that mm-hmm. was technically the first, it was the first show I was ever invited to to shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I had pulled out my camera at a Bone Thug show and stuff that I was at and some things like that. But um, it was October 25th, 2018. I was like a year after that in 2019 in October, I was on tour with Chris King. Mm. And then a year after that, the world was shut down. And then a year after that, the world was still shut down. But uh, yeah. yeah, but I think I was, I was in like, I was in like LA with Marshall law band at that time. And then a year later and we're here and I'm like, or we're not even, we're six months out from it being like four years. So it's like less than four years since the like first concert I shot. And this is my full career now. Wow. Do, yeah. Do you like have parties to celebrate there? Or are you just like, I mean, it's, I don't have like, what do people do? Are you just, you're I'm just... having a celebration for my 12 year anniversary next month. <gasps> I'm throwing like an event with, is there like, with... is it going to be like a sex party? It's not going to be sex. <laughs> I was going to mean musicians and art and vibes. It's musicians, skin- the skin flute. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. You, uh, you actually, you actually should come out to this. This is a thing you should like. Uh, yeah. If you're going to be in town. Yeah. yeah it's probably going to be an, I don't think you're announcing lineup stuff yet. So we'll talk about it off air, but like, Ooh. you know, pretty much everybody who's going to be playing there. Okay. Yeah. There we go. It's going to be great. Yeah. That's awesome. So how long have you been back in Seattle now? Baby? Two months. 
Two months. Two months. Wow. Yeah. I've been gone for five years, but I come back every couple of months. Wait, how long have you guys been dating then? Uh, the 30th. It will be eight months. Yeah. Okay. Uh, baby was living in New York, and that's mm-hmm. why I was like going out to New York all the time. That, and we, you know, so we were doing art and work stuff out there, and then we'd kind of both be bouncing back and forth. And then, yeah, you made the move out here a couple months ago, so now we're doing like way more stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're just like full time art arting together. Yeah. So what was the decision of, like, you coming back to Seattle versus, like, Gertie moving to New York? There was a lot of stuff. I just, uh, you know, I kind of got stranded in New York um, by an ex before all of this. And just, I couldn't, it's not a place to, like, really try your hand by yourself, you know? Mm. And it's just, like, he wasn't ready to move up there. I was miserable. All of my work is here. Um, New York is a hard city, especially when the pandemic is still kind of happening and like you just don't have the energy to go out and try to like meet a new bunch of new people because there's like a whole nother level of separation and shit there you know yeah <clears throat> yeah we uh I, I had this whole idea in mind that was going to be me moving out to new york um and i was going out there and i was trying to figure out if i can get to shows if i can get in the rooms with these artists and take pictures of them show them video work that i can do like i'll be able to build a client base out here mm-hmm. That was proving it was hard to find the musicians out there. We just was, weren't meeting the right people. We yet, weren't meeting you know? the right people yet. And I was like, if I were to move out here right now, I wouldn't be making any money. And it would be kind of like struggle time for a little while. And I was like, shit's going really good here. And I was exhausted yeah. by the struggle like, already. Whole like, I couldn't client do it base. anymore. Yeah. And then you have clients out here. So it made more sense so to build up here for now and like take trips to each place so like last month we went we did a bunch of work in vegas and la Mm. and uh made a bunch of connections out there and uh and we're just going to keep bouncing around and building networks and that way we can spend more time in each of these places that's kind of what i did already you know and now it's just like i've added another list to the roster and finally a travel partner that does the same thing as me that we can go out together and kind of conquer these places so we can do more make more and have more more fun really you know is the connection yeah. pool like equal for you guys or because you've been doing it longer do you feel like you've it depends on what realm we're working in you know he clearly photographs more rappers and things like that i'm all on like the alternative Bondage. side shows mm. i do a lot of that you <laughs> yes. know but like just more than anything i do a lot of therapeutic photography for people who like really don't feel comfortable in their skin so i I pull in a different type of clientele and a different thought process, but realistically, we're pretty for as long as I've been doing it. I mean, he's going way faster mm. and building connections. And there's a certain, you know, like it's easier for you in certain ways just f- because you're a dude. Let's be honest. But yes. I mean, it's true. But I have oh, more yeah. of a luxury as a female photographer, femme presenting photographer, uh, you know. Well, yeah. Can you break that down, actually? Like, what do you mean? I feel like if. How can you get for does photographers matter like the sex? Everything matters. Let, let's let's put it let's put it this way, bro. Um, most of my clients don't want to fuck me. Mm. Mm. I've had to fire a lot of clients because they tried to fuck me in the middle of photo shoots. That's no that's no bueno. So yeah, yeah. Kinda, the inequality but there. But then on the other hand, having mm. having you around is a and presenting photographer helps me on a lot of things too because I've stayed away from a lot of brands of photography um, that people have asked me to do because there are situations that I feel less than comfortable 
it being in control of and we've had this this right. discussion of like As you should. i That's come a- around a room full of women who want their photos taken um you know, doing more of a, a boudoir type thing or, or even just like we What's were doing that? or like product shot, boudoir, boudoir, like sexy like photos, sexy, uh. like lingerie photos or know? like, or like even just like product shots for women owned businesses Which and things like did. that, that we just did. And, you know, I want to get in and I want to do the job and I want to direct because I have the ideas and I have the mentality for it, but I don't want to step over the top right in a room full of women where is your place where yeah in a room Mm -hmm. full of women i don't want to make people uncomfortable i don't want to do that and so us working together as a team is great because you read my face and you step in and create these situations that both feel comfortable and i know how to make you know people feel comfortable in their skin i also know how to identify what a femme presenting person is going to feel uncomfortable about themselves just by like simple body language things that someone in a different kind of body might not think about you know like knowing what it's like to walk through the world as someone with a vagina you know it gives you a little bit of perception into those things i'm just glad that you understand where your place is and not to enter into things too much that you might not fully be able to get or like understand how you're perceived in the situation and like you just know better what if yeah. you like gay does that make it easier gay men can be just as shitty as straight men oh um i mean yeah where where it really comes down to is uh i i get i get asked to bring my art and my creation into a lot of spaces that wouldn't necessarily be a place that um is somewhere that my voice should be you know as prevalent Mm -hmm. so whether this is in a in a space for the lgbtq community which i have worked with companies that specialize around around that um or women-owned businesses or black-owned businesses Mm -hmm. um where there's a place where i take a step back from being as much in the director role because i'm not trying to talk over anybody whose voice should be spread more right you know like it's uh it, there's a there's a line to it because like I'm not trying to make anybody uncomfortable and I'm not trying to make anybody think that I'm trying to push my voice as meaning more although at the same time I am the specialist for what we're doing I'm being right. brought in for a reason so it's a balance with things of figuring out how do I make everybody as comfortable as possible while still getting the best work done that we can right because did that take time though like I feel like I won't even that stuff I'm not even like thinking about. In uh in the first couple of years of this, I basically sat back entirely. I didn't do much directing. I was very listen and just kind of do the thing without speaking up as much. But I'm realizing, you know, let's say let's say an artist comes to me. Yeah. And they got this whole vision for a music video. You know, they want to be out in the out in the streets in front of the space needle rapping doing Well, okay. Um no. <laughs> you know, right. like you got to step in and be like, all right, so here's the thing, though. You make music and that's what you do. And that's great. You're not a director. And I want all of your ideas. I want to use all of them. But then let me as the director, as the visual specialist, take them, deconstruct them and turn it into a vision that will work and do what what we want it to be so that you're impressed by it and i noticed that early on that when i would just follow others directions in these situations we wouldn't really get the product out of it that we would want Mm. because the person who was directing it isn't somebody who knows as much about this because music's your realm versus like if you went 
What did you say, boudoir? Well, it, it well, no, 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 no. It, de- it depends. So what I'm saying is, is when a musician wants to direct their own music video. Some people can do it. Some yeah. people really can't do it. It's the same thing with, you know, if you're if you're just a rapper, and you go and you want to tell the producer how to make the beat. We want the producer might want all your ideas, but they're still gonna do their thing the way they do it because they're the person who does that. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody came in here to be a guest on your show and told you how to do your podcast, well, that's your thing. Yeah, you know, you you might want the advice, but you don't, you know, but you still have to do it a specific way for it to work. Mm-hmm. So it's all about kind of sticking in your lane. Ideas are always wonderful. We always want everybody's ideas, but then we have to shape them into the vision as the you know, because that's what we've been training our lives to do. In order for it to be a proper collaboration between two people, each person needs to understand where their skills and their, you know, their opinions matter. You know what I mean? Like opinions matter across the board, but skills aren't always transferable. Just because you have a vision in your head doesn't mean that you understand what it takes to get it. Mm. And your vision might not be something that you have the financial structure for. Or, you know, that's a big one is people ask for a lot more than they can pay for a lot of the time. And they just think like, oh, you have camera, you can just do this, you know. Oh, yeah. How do you how, how do people charge for like photos? Um, There's a whole bunch oof. of different things it, to put into that, depending on who and what you are, who mm-hmm. and what you are, how long you've been doing it, credentials behind that. That's what my resume is. My resume is how much work I've done and how good it is, who I've worked with, who co-signs it. Like um, a year ago, right around when we were in here, probably for the unemployed stuff, it might have been a little while after that or whenever. I I think it was a year ago, actually, that I was in here with Jake. Mm. I think I was charging $600 for music videos. I don't touch anything for less than 1000 now. Mm. And I've gotten a lot better that's 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 the biggest reason for the price increase but also like it comes out of necessity too i'm getting a lot more work and so i have to create space for each of these and to create space i have to turn down work to Mm -hmm. do it so it's demand it's experience it's all of those things as well as i learned very quickly charging 600 dollars for a music video to put in anywhere from 60 to 100 hours of work on it um, isn't a survivable amount of money. Mm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I was starving at that. <clears throat> you were still only charging not a thousand by the time I met you, like six months ago. You've raised your rates recently. I think it was only a few months ago I went up to from 800 to a thousand. So mm. I probably yelled at you a bunch about your prices. I do that to all my friends who I don't feel like are charging enough. Yeah. So are there different like uh, photographers that are treated better in different scenes? Like, is like a. Hmm. A wedding photographer treated better than like a music photographer or something like that? Wedding photographers, wedding photographers make a lot of money, um, but they are treated very poorly. And the reason for that, you are dealing with people who are getting married Mm. (laughs) and setting up a wedding is a lot of stress. The last thing anybody wants to deal with is more stress. So people getting married having to deal with like it's wedding photographers there's a there's I think a tr- they take abuse <laughs> they, they, yeah. get, they get yelled at they we do. don't do that no we, we are doing a wedding on the 30th and and i have done weddings before 
and uh, I try to avoid weddings, especially mm. as a as a videographer. There are times I jump in, but I recommend if you want a wedding videographer, you go and you hire Dylan Fout because he's the one. And that's just the shout out to the homie. You want a photographer for a wedding? Hire anyone but me. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know that many wedding photographers, mm. except for honest. the one that I'm doing on the thirtieth, because it's a little hippie hand fasting in the woods. It'll be yeah. cute. Wait, what's a hand fasting? It's inst- It's like for not Christian people. It's more of like a. I want to say a wicked thing. Don't nobody yell at me for misquoting that. All right, but um, you know, like they tie their hands together and kind of like say their version of vows, and then like the preacher says whoop de whoop de doop or whatever they say. Oh, it's because you take know. bondage photos and they find. <laughs> oh, it all. Makes Not sense. everything is about bondage. <laughs> I messed. See, I messed up mentioning that. This is what happened. Yeah, I'm just, it I'm just, just comes curious. back now. <laughs> you're just. You're like, what? This isn't what. My my favorite thing. I thought about this earlier today. I was like. Should I send some stuff over so you can do some research? And I was like, no, it'll be funnier if I don't. Yes. It'll be better. Because there's so much to go into. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. But as far as all that goes with, with rates and things and different different photographers and different scenes. Yeah. Yeah. They get treated differently. A big one, a big one for me that I notice all the time is that, uh, you know, which is why I've moved away a lot from concert stuff and more into music videos and things that are. Uh, a bit more directly in relation to my creative ability and not mm-hmm. just my ability to hold a camera. Um, concert photographers are very, very underpaid for what they do. And uh, I, it, it was, it's a hard thing to, to hold on to because I love shooting concerts, but it was very, it, it's very frustrating trying to make a living in that industry. Because people expect it or what? No, because when you approach somebody and you're like, this is what I charge, and they're like, oh, I don't have that much money. Which is understandable. It just dies. You know, like art is hard to make money with. I did I did concert photography for my first four years, and then I was like, uh, we got to cut it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, let's put it this way. Um, say I can shoot a show every night, and I can only, you know, an artist wants to pay me 50 bucks to go out and shoot that show every night. Mm. That's me making three hundred and fifty dollars a week. That's fourteen hundred a month. Yeah. That's not anything. No. You know, I I and and not that they should you know, if they don't have more than that. And there are people that are accessible for that. There are people that will go shoot that, but I'm at a caliber where that doesn't make sense to me anymore. Mm-hmm. I've been doing this for a really long time and I know what I do is way more valuable than that. I'm the person you bring in if you, you know, if you're going to be sending this stuff off to a, a large scale blog or newspaper or something like that, like if you you're buying, you might not make any money off of that show because you need to pay me out to do it, but it's because you have a motive to use my stuff for marketing. You know, um, I'm not really the person that you're going to be able to bring out to every show. I'm the person that you want for the big one. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's fine. You know, not everybody needs media at every show. Um, it is important to have the band get paid out and be able to make money off of what you do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I just recently because I did the Nast Live thing, so I'm realizing like how much you have to pay people, and it's a that's a whole ordeal. Yeah, know that. I will say on the question of clients being treat like treating you da 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 in different ways, like mm-hmm. I have probably a, a laundry list of the world's best clients, but everything that I do is very independent. It's very like one on one and intimate, you know. Um, and these are a lot of my clients here. I've had for years. I'm their go to. I'm like their photographer for everything that comes into their mind, and. Uh, 
that's that's the route like because working for corporations or groups of people or things where other people are making art that really means like a lot to them and there's a lot of moving parts in the moment like yeah everyone's going to be stressed out you're never going to get as much as you should mm-hmm. you know um wait so when did when did you start was it doing concerts? That's how you guys started? I mean, I was doing like baby portraits and I was in Texas when I started. I hadn't even moved out to Seattle yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, someone put a camera in my hand and was like, you are good at this. Do it. And I was like, Ugh. and I made a bunch of really terrible art of really boring stuff like Texas fashion walks and lots of concerts of trash bands. I mean, just the worst bands. <laughs> Name drop them. All of them in succession. I couldn't even think of any of those names. They were all that bad. Uh, you know, I did a lot of that, and it was all just not good. Wait, where are you originally from? I'm from Oklahoma originally. Oh, yeah. That's what yeah you're I was born and raised in Oklahoma and then did Texas for a couple of years, and it was like, what the fuck am I doing? And then came out to Seattle, and then that's when I was like, oh, I became friends with an ogre. He looks like an ogre. I call him my ogre, Dargle. And but that's not like a community. Or is it? It's not. And <laughs> but he and I started just getting real stone together and going and making weird art on the stone couch in Ballard. And then I was like, oh, I'm weird. I make weird stuff. Like I don't do concerts and like baby photography and weddings. And I just completely cut all of that and was like, we're straight to just doing intimate portrait sessions. And then I like really got into that. And now it's just like devolved into all kinds of nonsense. Were you considered weird in Oklahoma? Of course I was. Of course. I've always been a weirdo. My dad's like a long-haired, angry, hippie man that like loves Nine Inch Nails and like raised me on acid. He was on acid. I was probably on acid sometimes and didn't realize it. Because if you touch people, you know? No, they just have to sweat a lot. Yeah. That's a myth. And it's not true. I know it's not true. But I was actually having this debate yesterday. What if you're like in a sauna? Is that enough sweat that you can transfer? It's not about it. So first of all, all right, because this is, I know a lot about drugs. (laughs) (laughs) This is a conspiracy podcast stuff. I know way too much about drugs. Um, So the the thing with that is you think about it. When you take, take some acid, it's like a drop of diluted acid. It's already the crystal has been diluted in water and you're taking one drop of the water and putting it on a little thing. Now you're running it through your system. So first of all, well you're high on it it wouldn't be sweating out through you like that the mm. toxins from it that would sweat out through your system and this is, goes the same for mdma too to anybody who wants to fucking pet their cat you are allowed to now this is what this is pet your cat there was always this myth that was oh you can't uh if, you, if you're high on mdma you can't pet your cat because it'll get them high and they'll die Whoa. And, which All is of it's definitely wrong. not true because no. I have tested that theory more yeah. than a few times. It, on purpose? No. So <laughs> you get high and you forget. Even <laughs> even if even if it were to sweat out yes. after going through your whole system and sweat and those little bits of toxins sweating out of you would be so minuscule and spread out all over your body that it wouldn't do anything. Mm. Second of all, it wouldn't sweat out of you until like the next day because it has to go through your system. It's currently in your bloodstream. It's not sitting right under the surface sweating out of you. You're not sweating out your blood. Like it has to it has to run all the way through your system. Mm-hmm. The body takes a while to process things. And so yeah, you can't sweat out and get people high. That's not how it works. There you go, kids. There you go, kids. Uh now don't you know. don't do drugs. Don't the do Nest drugs. The NAS podcast doesn't uh say to do we drugs. Do not support that. Yeah. Yeah. But what are the drugs? But is, if you do, 
in the event that that happens, do your fucking research about drugs and uh, don't do pills because fucking fentanyl and uh, yeah. Airwid.com. It's a good place to learn things. Wow. This has become a, a, a PSA. It's... Well, you have to end it with that, dog. I don't, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, 100%. I'm on probation still. We can't fucking... Oh. <laughs> so, so, baby... Fuck, that's so funny. Um, what was your first uh, face tattoo, and how old were you? My first face tattoo, was it the maggots? No, it was this... Uh, pentacle with the one it's the woman symbol uh, symbol with the pentacle in it but it just looks like an upside down cross now it does uh, so you got some like creepy tattoos of course i do like fucking spiders totally. or something i have that one and then i have maggots under my eye and then the ski mask that oh you i got, got the ski mask at macintosh's, macintosh's birthday, birthday. they were giving out free tattoos yeah i got my tattoos. face tattooed it's the person was party. like i've never tattooed a face before i was like that's alarming do it oh no <laughs> Uh, it turned out good. It did. It's fine. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It's a face tattoo. I didn't need it to be perfect. Huh. So look at the maggots under my eyes. Those things look fucked. So what, Truly metal. What like brings you guys together besides photography? We're actually very similar. Yeah, we have a lot. In, in all the best really? and worst ways. Yeah. Huh. All our crazies, everything. It's very similar. Our passions for what we do are very similar as well. We're both really like, we eat, breathe, and sleep our entire art existence. Like nothing else matters. We will both always love art more than we love each other. Yeah, I was I was kind of <laughs> had this thing for a long time going through different uh, relationships and figuring out what I wanted to do and things that it was hard to connect on. The biggest thing I need to connect with somebody on, this goes for all my friends and, and such uh, in life is the like what I do for a living means a lot to me because it's not just what I'm doing for money. It's this is my entire life. Everything goes into it and not a second of my day passes where it's not like crossing through my head. And Hmm. I kind of need to be around people that understand that. And it's really hard to find people that are like that. Um, Same. I second all of this. You know? So if there was a minute where I was like, maybe to be nice to date somebody who's like, not a part of any of this stuff because it'd be kind of like a break don't do it it doesn't work they don't get it no and if they don't get because like we all we all including you and and like this and all we come across as crazy to people that don't get it i hope i don't come off as you guys come off as crazy but i'm just kidding hey wait a minute it's good though it means that you're obsessed with i mean we are crazy if you really want to make art you're crazy in some way yeah like wow being normal sucks don't be normal be a little bit crazy but okay, like, wait, what does it mean to be normal in 2022 no one knows it's not even a real thing anymore it's a lie that people tell themselves with their ties on to go to little cubicles and like do trash ass jobs that they don't get paid well enough for i was gonna say i don't give a shit what it means to be normal because i'm not that and i'm not gonna be well that's my version of normal that's why yeah. I, my website is for humans not people because humans and people are not the same thing we're humans Yes. Normies are people. I don't know. Maybe you guys are like aliens. Oh, um, we can get into that one. There was this one. There was this one time that I was uh, with a with a client and they were talking about how their like mom got abducted no. and uh, that they were like half alien because their mom got abducted and then their mom was pregnant because the alien like had sex with them and so they were half alien 
Did you believe him? No. No. Oh. But what a wild story. I was so into it. I was like, you're Were wonderful. you a little worried that you might end up in your client's trunk? We were currently in the mountains driving oh. completely out of service. And That's... he just turns to you in the car and like, I think I'm an oh, alien. Oh, we, we were talking for a couple hours. No, no, no. <laughs> she, uh... No, because I mean, I mean, I love when people have eccentric thoughts like this. Like, yeah, it's wild and out there. And no, I absolutely don't believe it because I have no proof to believe something from somebody who I just met. But God, isn't it awesome when people speak with so much conviction about something so interesting? Like, it's just the most engaging thing. Like, that is something that I will remember for the rest of my life because I was sitting there and I was like, wow, See, you're really saying all this right If now. I was out in the mountains with someone telling me that, I would be about pretty damn sure that I was going to get buried in the yeah. woods and I would be not going back anywhere with that that session would be over <laughs> I'm here for it well you have more I love that I love well I also love that type of and you're stuff. super tall I feel like yeah people would probably... well, no one's gonna mess with you yeah but the aliens could have messed with me like probe you or something right probe me <laughs> maybe <laughs> no I don't want that but I, I <laughs> That, that's that's uh, not what you said last night. Oh, guys, Jesus alien. Christ. Oh. Um, alien bondage. Alien bondage. You know, there are... I don't even get me started because uh, I have got cutting, stories about this. We're cutting the egg deposit stories. That one's not going in. We're not... Don't even talk about it. <laughs> what about oh, the God. other one? There is... There's a... This is for Blake and Blake only. If you okay. want to uh, go... Cut Look it. up alien bondage oh, no. and Why egg depositing and things like that. You can learn all about that on the internet. Oh, yeah, it's like on Pornhub or Run something. We're talking about uh, probably a little bit more niche besides that. James said, but... "I don't want my segment to be about egg depositor, alien porn stuff." Yeah. No, I just, I just, uh, to anybody out there, you can also go Google that. Yeah. But we're not going to talk about it anymore. I feel like you and Google have a really tight relationship. No. Um. Well, okay. The other one, actually, you can go and watch the, what is it? The furry oh. convention episode oh. of All Gas, No Breaks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Andrew interviews a guy that talks about alien bondage porn stuff. So that's in there. Very awesome. Shout out to Andrew Callahan. So what's, what, what's your weirdest uh, client you've had? Oh, God. Baby. I had this one client who literally never stopped moving during the photo shoot, no matter what I tried to do. And I'm really like pride myself on my director abilities. Mm. And this person was like straight up like a wacky, waving, inflatable arm flailing tube man, <laughs> right? And this is when I lived in Los Angeles. And they kept going, I don't know what I look like. I don't know what I look like. I don't know what I look like. And they'd like Jeez. throw themselves around every direction as they say. I use this as like an example of what not to do often because it was just so dramatic. I'm like yeah. they would go into the closet and get another outfit and come back out and throw it down and jump back on the bed. And just like they were just, I, I'm at this point, I was starting to think that they were really high on something. You and think? like another like <laughs> 10 minutes it fully kicked in and it was clear as day that they were geetered out of their soul higher than a giraffe's pussy just ready to fight someone i don't know and they just like their eyes just kept darting back and forth and they'd get up and get back down and so i just like eventually just started like shooting pictures and i was like actually you know this was going to be a little bit more than i thought it was going to be because you know extra hours because mm. they ended up taking like three hours for like an hour session to like wrangle this person 
Um, they yeah. paid you at least? Oh, they paid me and they tipped me and then they asked me to do another photo shoot oh and I was God. just magically busy for the rest of forever. I was like, I can't. Just like, yeah, they were straight up doing methamphetamine. Wow. Like, so is Seattle more like polite than like LA or New York for <clears throat> photo shoots? Or? You know... Seattle people are just kind of soft, right? They just won't speak up for themselves. I just but Seattle's people, not polite. Very passive, I need I people guess. to show up for their photo shoots on time, not 30 minutes late. That do happen a lot. That's I just need to put that out there to the entire mm. population of the city. If you book a shoot with me, be on time. Be ready. Notice how at 3.59 I called you like three times to be like, where are you at? Yeah, I'm happy the door was open because... I helped move a table. Yeah, He's you're such actually... such a good guy. Yeah, we, we can... He moved the table. She offered to pay me, and I said no. I well, here's my here's my photography card. I looked at him <laughs> like, "Don't you dare charge this lady." <laughs> no, but but super funny. She's trying to get rid of some like really nice file cabinets oh and my God. stuff. We do, and I was like, "We do need a file cabinet." Jordan, We're Jordan. <laughs> oh no, I just I'm just I got her number, but I'm I'm gonna pass it over to. It's Jordan. not as good as the the, the, the Dior Dior that we found last, yesterday. But, all right. You found Dior? On uh, the no, no, no. <laughs> so we uh, snap up. We got kind of plugged into this thing because, like Jordan being my best friend and shit, um, he hit me about uh, this like his opportunity to go to this like estate being all given away type thing, and it was like twenty five of these giant vaults that were being undone of like, like these people's entire crates. life. Whoa. They died years ago, but the stuff's been in there for over twenty years, and so everything was just being given away. And we got to go in and and check out some stuff, and there was some pretty pretty cool stuff that we grabbed. Was it pretty expensive though, or what? No, that. What was, do you mean? We didn't pay. Was anything. it expensive? It was free. They yeah, just gave they it were away. Giving it away. Oh, the things that we found. Oh, both. Oh well, wait, so they were just giving what? Yeah, they were just Everything. giving their stuff away. Twenty five giant it was vaults a, full of an, estate an entire purge. estate. Why were they oh, that's a it's called an estate purge? I mean that's the, what they essentially was. Like yeah, they were just the, purging the, the, the family had been putting off for years closing out on this whole storage complex mm. to get rid of all their family's old stuff. They had nowhere to put it. They're only out here for a week. They live in Boston. Mm. Uh and so they were just they they just needed to get rid of it. A mansion's oh, worth of but stuff. They wanted to give away more of it than just throw it all away. Yeah. Because that's what's happening to the rest of it is it's they don't have anything to do with it. They're so it is. It's a mansion's worth of stuff. It's incredible. Where was this at? Up north. What? It was like in a storage space, it's, but it's yeah, like it's, one of those big warehouse ones where they have everything like You ever seen Indiana slotted? Jones? Yeah. You know at the end when they have the, the Ark of the Covenant and they put it in the in the wood crate box and they yeah. take it into the warehouse? That's where we were, was in that warehouse. Was it that exact warehouse? No, it's very similar. Yeah. No, but it's You it's, keep it's, saying it's that and I'm like starting to believe You don't know. Indiana Jones was there. No, but that's that's how it feels going in there <laughs> because they're opening like up these crates one. with just people's entire lives in there. How did they hear about it? Like, how did Jordan hear about it? Oh, it was the plug. Through, it was a plug. It's yeah, it's a plug. Crazy. I don't know how much of that I'm able. I, I'm not about to talk about. I'm not He's about got a to plug. air out. He's Jordan, got a guy. So. He's got He's a guy. Got a guy yeah. Yeah. It just wow. he called me and said, "You want to come help me move some furniture? You can pick through whatever you want." And I was like, "Yeah." Damn, we so. found a, a very vintage ventriloquist doll, and it's like one of the original ones. It's super creepy. Burn it. No, use it. No, well, photos. we're putting it with the Ouija board I got there. You yeah. have a Ouija board? That I got found there. One. Oh. Well, then, I, I have two Ouija boards now. 
So you guys are like, you are in like crazy stuff. Yeah, no, I'm a big conspiracy nut, and I love ghosts and You've aliens. You've done Ouija and, boards? Yeah, I have real experiences Everyone with those has. too. Yeah. You haven't? You've never played with a Ouija board? My mom told me never to do that. You listen to My mom, mom told me never Sometimes. to do that, too, but I'm a rebel. I don't know. My mom's pretty spiritual, so I trust her on that. That's fair. Have you yeah. guys seen ghosts or believe you've seen ghosts? Or yeah. Something? Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Have you? Ooh. No. I'm so scared. I probably wouldn't want, like... You, like, close off your whole yeah. aura to yeah, it. You're fuck like, I can't see them. Shit. They're not real. Yeah, that's exactly your that you kind of nailed it around the head. Like, I don't like spooky stuff. I like scary movies, and what, I can break down what's, like. What's your favorite? What's spooky. your favorite horror movie? Oh, it always changes. What well, really... right now? Like today, if you had to pick one that was like, the one that you would go and watch right now. Fuck, I don't know, man. What would yours be, James? That's a hard one. What would mine be? Mine would probably be The Cell. The cell the is so good. good. That's like a psychological thriller. It's, psychological it's, it's thrillers psycholog- are the best. Yeah, but that's not like a horror. horror movie. It is though. That that's very horror based. Mm. Uh, it's in the mind of a serial killer. Yeah. Like, How could that not be oh, horror based? Oh, I don't think those are. Yeah, yeah. But you have to think like the under that's, the psychological horror, the horror of internal existence. What I'm not <laughs> saying is like I don't like like, and I want to make horror films. That's like that's a dream of like mine. Rob Zombie. No. Not yes. like Rob That's Zombie. That's I pull my name from, all right. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, I want to make horror films, but I more on the psychological end of things. I don't really like slashers and gore stuff I that do. much. Jump scary type of thing. Like a lot of that's really boring to me because it's very expected and cliche. Hmm. I like stuff that really makes you think, really gives you an emotional response to stuff. So that's kind of the route. Okay, but don't important. hate on Rob Zombie and House of Thousand Corpses. All right. Yeah, I'm just saying that is not. That's like oh, that's actually that, that's my favorite uh, series. Series. I have to say, rest in peace. What's his name? Captain Spalding. Fuck. R.I.P. That's my guy. guy. I've never met him. But. Lurch has met him, I think. Or met. Uh, yeah, oh. he said right. That was the right tense. Um, so what about this ghost stuff? What about ghost stuff? You guys got some cool stories or what? None of my ghost stories are as good as my UFO stories. But, I mean, they're the the Ouija board <laughs> stuff is just kind of like was doing the Ouija board it was working I thought the girl I was with was like fucking with me she took her hands off of it and it kept moving under my hands mm. and uh, she took her hands off because she literally fell asleep while we were doing it like she, it's like sitting up like just fell asleep and I had to wake her back up but it was still moving while my hands were on it but why did she fall asleep just randomly the, yeah, the ghost the, the ghost told me that he did it on purpose as a joke he put her to sleep. The ghost told me that like, after her hands were off. I it gave was, that bitch some Benadryl. And, said, and you were I, sober I said, during this or what? Yeah. <laughs> no, That's I was. That was, a, that was a very, I, that Ouija board, I burned. Oh. It was I burned a mean it. one. I burned it after that. Um, I, I don't use Ouija boards like that anymore. I like collecting them. I think they're really cool and they're fun to have around, but I don't use them as much as I used to. I've used them a couple times in the last couple of years, but Jeez. mostly more as kind of a funny joke, but like, when they really, when it really did the thing, like, and I had that encounter, and there was that, even though, yeah, I closed it off, I said goodbye, I did all that, and then I took it outside and I lit it on fire. Oh, so I'm not using that one again. You're any like ghost screams when you lit it on fire? Like, no, no, mm, no, because the passageway was closed. Yeah, you know, <laughs> but learning today how crazy my boyfriend really is. Yeah, but what but, about what about you, any 
crazy ghost stories? I mean, there was definitely a day that I uh, I was in a trailer that I lived in Oklahoma back in my trailer trash days, and uh, <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> um, I had a cup in the middle of the table, and it just like flew off, and then all of the drawers came open, and I was like, "We're going outside." And I think we had a priest, a preacher come over and like bless it, and then just made everything worse. I moved. I moved. Wait, it made things worse? If there's one thing I know about God, it's that he makes ghosts mad. He makes ghosts very mad. They're like, oh, you want to like try to bless us with holy water? (sighs) Lights flickering on and off. The mirror falls off the wall onto the ground and smashes. I was like, we move now. Was he a bad priest or something? I mean, he was. It was. Are there any good priests? Only the ones that we're speaking blasphemy, <laughs> right? Right to the camera. We're we're being blasphemous today. If there's anything that shows me that religion is a fraud, it's that uh, the preacher couldn't get rid of the ghosts. Couldn't I've never get seen. Rid of ghosts. I've never yeah. seen a successful exorcism. Let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they've never worked. They always go bad. That's why there's movies about it. Yeah. Yeah. It I, always goes yeah. worse. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, so you had a haunt where you lived in that I don't think community. the trailer itself was haunted. I think the lot was like, or... Like Native American land I'm going to be real honest. I think it was the person I was with. Uh, we all know he murdered some people in the life he had before he came to Oklahoma. We're not dumb. I'm not going to say any names. Saving this idea for later. Haunted trailer park. Great movie idea. Yes. It's just trailer park boys, but with ghosts. Thanks. You guys just know crazy people or well, yeah. interesting people. Maybe I should stop saying crazy. Yeah. Maybe you know. You know We're someone. all a little crazy though. Yeah. I guess it depends on how you mean it. Yeah. Yeah. So like derogatory or is it just like it's a fact, man? It's crazy. This world's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm in there. laughs> I feel like it's gonna be very hard to Bruh. be like offended by you. Just, like clearly, you don't have like a lot of bad intent behind your words. <laughs> I think you're a good friend. <laughs> so tell me about this. Wait, actually, so. I have a, a little bit of understanding of what you guys do separately. And you guys have been working together now? or Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, being what's cool is we can cross over into stuff really easily because we're both really good at, at what we do. Um, so, you know, you'll do a photo shoot and talk to the client if they want to bring me on to make a behind the scenes video or come in and film some stuff so that we can add an extra layer to that. Or when I'm directing a music video, having somebody who also has an incredible creative mind in a completely different way than I do to come on it for co-direction as a lighting tech and specialist to help do that because that is such an integral part of what you do is how you light things. Um, Casey calls it baby lighting. Yes. The baby lighting. (laughs) The baby lighting. But so bringing these things together, both of our crafts has uh, really gone Mm. up. Oh lot. yeah, we're a million dollar dollar idea together. Like we really are. Yeah. Are you gonna form like a brand? Yeah, I think we're working on that right now. Macintosh told us that we need to do that. He said, "You guys got to be doing this stuff together. You're the Jay Z and Beyonce of photography." Mm. Thank you, that. Mac. <laughs> are you guys gonna stay in Seattle then, or? Oh, we're gonna be everywhere. I don't think I could get him to like move. The goals out of Seattle. The goals. The goals to buy a house out here at some point so that we have a like home base. Um, and that way we're not just throwing money at a lease for nothing, but we're actually like, there's an investment there so that we can always sell it off if we want to. Um, and then just go and travel around as much as we want. Hmm. And that way, cause that way, cause regardless, we're going to have to have somewhere that we're throwing money at cause we're not going to be able to be a hundred percent nomadic. That we sounds awful. A, I already did that. Yeah. But 
it would it would be so much cooler to not have it be just a lease we're holding up somewhere while we're traveling all the time that's just money we're throwing away to not be in a place at least if it's a mortgage like we're creating an investment for ourselves Mm -hmm. i'm saying if we get a duplex we turn the other side into a studio and the mortgage is paid for yeah there's, we could rent it out. We have a we have a lot of ideas for what we want to do about that, but I'd like to have a home base here. My family's here and stuff, and uh, I, I know like all my friends and every like it's my entire life has always been here. I'm from here. So. His family is here. All my friends are here. None of my family is here. So it's like a win win win. Oh, <laughs> you're like I don't. I mean, do you want a home base in Oklahoma? Fuck no. Yeah, this is what I thought. Also. <laughs> climate wise pretty much everywhere gets too fucking hot everywhere except for here at some point in the year so i need Mm -hmm. a place to be when it's too fucking hot everywhere can't be in la in the summer can't be in new york in the summer don't do las vegas i can't do vegas like ever so like when it's summertime this is kind of the only climate that my like body can adjust acclimated I'm, i'm not good in the hot yeah yeah wait so do you guys have work that like is out together yeah. that people can like see and is it yeah. is it video or is it photography he or, did a video for my clothing line which you can see on my website for humansnotpeople.com and uh it's just like you know a bunch of baddies with my gear on um break down like a baddie a bad bitch I'm just kidding. we all know what a baddie <laughs> is um but and then we have just a bunch of products. Just, everything, just the, yeah. I mean, so so many. Everything photos, the last like, couple months. Everything in the last couple months. We've done we've together all, in some regard. In some regard, whether it's uh, lighting things for each other, helping do sets for each other, and like just uh, because we both bring things completely different to the table, so both of our minds come together on just about every shoot that we do. Yeah, we try mm. to just be at everything the other mm. one's doing and just plan it all together at this point and just like really. Yeah be there for each other because I want him to succeed because his success is my success and vice versa. You know, we just got to put in all the work for each other and ourselves to like make sure we really get there. But how do you know if you're not like stepping on each other's toes? We just... We're pretty good about that actually. And I think both of us hate working with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, Just genuinely. We just flow together. When you know, you know. We just like... I feel a respect from him that I don't usually get from men because I was someone that he looked up to um, and I guess still does from what you say. I don't know. that. I feel like that's weird. I do. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, he just, he gives me a certain level of respect so I don't feel like I have to fight him on anything and that automatically makes me know my place in things, you know, and we yeah. just... Because you're right about the the stepping on toes things. Mm -hmm. And and I think the biggest place where it helps is we do come from different routes of like we we do different things, but we we do the same thing, but in different realms, I guess would be the way to put it. Mm -hmm. And that works really well because you're not going to tell me how to shoot concerts. You're not going to tell me how to direct a music video. But that's the thing is we're not we're not telling each other anything We're we'll be on set together with things. And we just, you know, we're receptive of each other's ideas, ideas creatively. Yeah. yeah. And and it gives more room for experimentation because when I'm working on a music video or something and I'm directing it, I have so much going on in my head at once and all these ideas and, and things that I'm doing. But I'll never see anything. I'm one set of eyes, mm-hmm. right. you know, so having somebody else that I trust there to see these things or little things like my biggest thing that I'm still learning and getting good at on a very minor level is stuff with like, you know, we'll be shooting, we'll be doing a scene and somebody's hair might be messed up a little. 
Oh, and I'm very you catch the devils in the details. All yeah. of those little details, so I can do more broad, scene, full, cinematic things, and, and then you'll vice go in versa and touch me, everything. You see the broader picture when mm. I'm finicking with the little. Yeah, shit. you'll you'll yeah you'll be like that, and I'll discover other angles and things and stuff that we can try I think out. It's and how like, we offer our help to each other, which we're not as good at in de- everyday life, but when it comes to we're the great art, at. oh my god, <laughs> it's confusing, right? Usually it would be vice versa, like, oh, we get along well, like, perfect in everyday life, there's never a tiff, but like, it's it's our art where there's like, there's yeah, never an argument. We're so serious and we would never do anything that made the other person's it is, creation yeah. harder because we understand what that feels it, like. I think that's the biggest benefit. We know what it feels like to have someone step on our toes disrespect our art and think that they know better what's in our head than we do you know so there's a way that we approach each other about that stuff that i think is like very beneficial to how we function together and why we do it so well yeah we work best together and honestly nobody should ever hire either of us like by ourselves mm-hmm. they we, should pay the extra money for to, both, to of have us. both of us it really is it takes it <laughs> up a lot I, I swear i'd never work with anyone either like i wanted to but i didn't want to it was like nah people are stupid Everyone. It's hard. It's mm-hmm. hard finding. It's hard finding good help when it comes to like. I mean, it's the reason that I don't really have any music videos coming out for any of my music and stuff. Is I don't really trust anybody to fucking hold the camera to film because mm-hmm. like I know how I want it, and I'm way too picky about that. So like until I find the right person for that type of thing, which I have some feelers out of things that would be cool for that. Um, well, but, are you gonna start making music again, or have you? Bro, I have like two albums coming out but you did take a break or am i wrong um i didn't i didn't release anything for like a year and a half but Mm. i've been working on albums the whole time i don't think that's like your main focus you make music because you like to not to like yeah be out there performing and stuff all the time Hmm. performing's fun and stuff too but yeah i mean it's really just like i want to do all the art stuff and what is currently the best route for me to do all the art stuff is the thing that is consistently making me money because it gives me budgets to work with for stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, making music videos is really just an outlet for me to make short films and get better at filmmaking and live off of it. You know, if I was a full-time musician, I'd have a nine to five right now. And God, does that sound horrible. <laughs> Fuck that. I can't. I respect people that have the ability to follow guidelines and rules. It's not me. It's not us at all. Yeah, I don't think I could ever have a regular job again. Do you guys understand how to get like grants and things like that yet, though? I've Um, applied for grants. It's a little harder for me because a lot of my work has dicks in it. (laughs) And just random things that like I have to censor myself a little bit. It's harder for me. (laughs) You said, oh. It's the truth. I like to put things in the worst way possible, too. Isn't like, there, there's got to be like a sex grant, right? There's maybe. I just, I have a very divisive, like, portfolio. So it's harder for me. You definitely should. Like, would I giggle at it? Maybe a little bit? You would giggle. Do, you do. would cringe. You would squirm. You would, like, so, be elated. Do you even like that meme culture stuff where, like, a picture can go, like, viral? Like, how do photographers yeah. do Is that a thing that photographers even try to aim um, for? I think that's a... I don't know if meme culture is the right thing, but you know what I mean? Like, trying to get a photo that goes viral? I just think that it feels like a waste of my time to inauthentically try to create something that... Because if something goes viral for me, I don't want it to be some bullshit that I, like, constructed to be that way or something. You know what I mean? There like, is an element of each of our art that we construct to be 
to feel big and grandiose and like something people want to look at and then show other people to look at. I'm not trying to take pictures of stuff that, you know, for the idea that hot, like this will get memed and be a, I mean, I have done that for people before I've directed TikToks for people. I've done a lot of stuff like that. Does it ever it work? All. Not once. Mm-hmm. Um, there is an idea of that working and there is stuff down that, and I will be hired to do that type of stuff if that's what people are asking for. But for my own art and things like that, having it making it with the intention of it going viral no but making it with the intention of it being the best god like the picture being the best goddamn picture anybody's ever seen and it being and that's always kind of what i say my place to fit in as like i said earlier with you know a band hiring me to come out Mm -hmm. i'm not there to just take some good portraits of people playing guitars on stage the pictures you want from me are the ones that make the show look huge these are the ones that you're going to be sending out to blogs and using Mm -hmm. for mass promotion sending to bookers to show what your shows look like um the big like i take the big grandiose important looking shots um and yeah, there there is an intention in that that people will see it and be like, "Wow," and uh, and that's why I've gotten pictures in all the major pictures and videos in all the major news outlets in town and out of and lots of places out of town and huge blogs and stuff like that is because of the the photos that I take like that. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Do you, I see, I'm on such a different side of it. You know. Do you want like, to be in like Playboy or something? No, the things that I do, a lot of the art that I make actually isn't sexual. I do a lot of sex worker stuff, but that isn't the stuff I share because that's for them to share. You know, there will be some in my show. Um, I've gotten permission from some. Most of my nudity is non-sexual. And that's a big thing that I was doing with my book of public nudity is. What did you just say? I'm, uh, most of my art is non-sexual. So I'm making a book of public nudity. And oh. It's all non-sexual art of people of every color, of every kind, of every gender identification, of you know, men with inverted penises, women with lopsided titties, you know, like just like the whole nine, just like everybody represented and like, because we should be able to see a titty. Might be scaring Blake a little bit. It's a young child (laughs) over here. What do you mean by inverted penis? Some people have very small penises that when they're soft, they're just like they exist like in they their shell. Like in, a turtle? You know? like, yeah, like a little turtle. Like a little turtle. They got their little... Like L- that's someone who'd want like a silicone. Yeah. Well, Unless they're happy with who. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. Some people are growers, not showers, you know, like they might start tiny, but they go... Like it from, just keeps going on forever. Yeah, like just Pinocchio? like... Pinocchio? The longest yard. Oh. <laughs> like Pinocchio. <laughs> <laughs> no splinters though i hope yeah you, uh, gotta, uh-huh. you sand it down yeah. no it's a it's a lot of different things though interesting yeah. yeah well tell me can we talk about this nick cage stuff yeah we can run run through what that is really quick um we just got brought on as the as the media team for a promotional event that they were doing a few of them around the country seattle la and miami and they were giant uh statues of nick cage's head uh, being painted by local artists uh, to promote the movie uh, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which comes out tomorrow. Are you going to go see it? Tomorrow. Yeah. No, I guess it's... Of course. Uh, yeah, I guess it's fucking... It's, it's got a, It's got 100% on Rotten Tomatoes from all the like and pre-release critics. Can I come before? with you guys? Yeah. When are you guys seeing it? I don't have a set time. We got to like get tickets, but yeah, let's go see it. We'll bring yeah. Jordan to it. It'll be a good old time. Yeah, I saw Spider-Man with him. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. We watched Batman the other night. Yeah, I... Oh, I can't talk. I, I saw his fucking... What was it? 
Instagram post or Facebook post. And just, he's like, people who Wait, like. Can I air him out on that really <laughs> yeah. quick? He fell asleep in the middle of it. That son of a bitch has no room to talk about his he dislike fell asleep? of Batman. It yeah, was a long. I do think it was a little too long for no okay. reason. To be fair, the reason he fell asleep, um, I showed up an hour late. Oh. And so it, it was the day it went on HBO Max. Okay. He had already watched an hour of it and restarted it for me. So then mm. we got two hours in. The movie would have been ending. but And then he fell asleep. And it was at what I would say is probably the best scene in the entire movie as far as a contextual state goes. I'm not going to exactly say what that is because, like, spoiling a brand new movie. Mm. But to me, it's a little over halfway. And I think Paul Dano is incredible in that movie the dude who plays riddler i love paul dano but so many of my friends thought he was terrible i thought it was pretty cool Yo, they made riddler like, just a maniacal serial killer and it was awesome i thought so it was awesome i, I was liked, i was here i like paul dano it. a lot too though you know what you i mean you haven't seen it yeah. i have not but t- paul dano did great and there's a scene with paul dano and robert pattinson that is incredible and jordan was asleep for it and then he went on facebook then he went on yeah then he went on facebook and talked mad shit about that movie and i was like nah bro like because because i told him right after i got done i was like that's my favorite batman i see all the plot holes and the reason why people are mad but it was shot just too good to dislike i like the gotham city a lot too yeah, they filmed it in London, I guess. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, and I liked. Of course, I liked it because they had Nirvana. That was pretty sick. That was Something a really good. Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> I just missed it all. They just they just kept going back to that song. It was funny. Hmm. Sometimes <laughs> it was like not called for too though. I have to say. Yeah. So, so Nicolas right. Cage has a new movie coming out. Is this? Well, I guess you can't talk. I don't, this is not talking shit. But like, do you think it's? Good. Yeah, because everybody's he's, saying he's, it's good. Yeah, he's put, he puts out so many movies because of uh, whatever happened. He has a crazy background. He there's actually like a reason why a lot of his movies are shitty. I forget what it was. It was something, something there's to do. There's always with, a reason. Yeah, but it was like something about like family bankruptcy or something wild. Because his movies when he was first starting out were like very deep and right. Um, but it was something where he had to actually like pay the bills and like he had to put do all these like yeah I mean it it is what it is with all of that but I mean he he's been in a lot of movies and there are a lot of movies up there that I do genuinely like um, of his and I think he's a wonderful actor and I've heard great things mm-hmm. about this new movie and it really was just like I mean coming down to all of it it was just really fucking cool to get to like be a part of a team to do something at a large scale like that that was the closest I've ever gotten to touching like something involving Hollywood and that's really fucking sick because I want to make I want to make movies mm-hmm. so step upwards and how did they reach out to you I got a random email wow yeah it was a random email and then it was on we did the thing that's yeah. awesome he convinced him to bring me on as well yeah I said I I was like we work best as a team because I, I did a time lapse so I was kind of tied up I couldn't really shoot while I was doing the time lapse because I had to do that so mm-hmm. having both of us made the most sense for us to be able to get all the content and do the thing and that was that was really fun and so it was just a day down in pioneer square and it went really really well the artist was and, great uh, the artist what was, was her name uh nikita Ares. Yeah, oh, amazing yeah. really sweet i think her her instagram is key delicious it is yeah. yes it is it's key delicious and she's yeah she's great and uh painted the whole thing and yeah it's all it's all great you can see content from that on uh instagram at nick cage movie oh it's on his main 
that it's was the, the, the movie page. page. That's really yeah. cool. Um, yeah, they they posted all our stuff and and that. Was yeah, we sweet. were our stuff was like some of the main like my photos were the first. And then of they the used set. my time lapse for it. Yeah, yeah it was pretty. It was pretty tight. Well, congratulations, killing guys. it, babe. Thank you. Thank you. There we go. So you're babe and she's baby, or I mean, we it... both get called baby. You know, but it's just my name. It's my pet name for him. So does none of it make sense? Just accept it. Yeah. Yeah. I have one more like sex last sex question. Oh God! <laughs> I see those things it's to avoid for today. next interviews. I see now yeah. my mistake here. I don't know. I'm just Continue. very. I don't think a lot of people are going to usually dive into that stuff. But I'm just kind of go for it. So like, what's like the weirdest kink in Seattle? Oh, I guess that's another in thing. Seattle. I, I, I mean, exact- this is the place where they like. The horse fucking video, y'all remember that? Oh my that? god! Oh, I made a promo video about that. It, went, <laughs> it, did, really, it did really well. About this Mr. Hands. Wait, no, the guy who fucked. Are you talking about the Enumclaw guy that yeah, fucked the horse? Yeah, they got they got fucked by the horse. Yeah, yeah. and then died. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. Mr. Well, Hands. I guess that's a kink, huh? I never, I never really thought of VCR. Why do you think he did it? Yeah, <laughs> absolutely a kink. I never, th- I just thought that was wrong. <laughs> you know what? I- <laughs> that doesn't make it not a kink. It just means that it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's fucked up kinks out there. Well, okay, what about community-wise? Like, what's a weird... But I guess we- weird is, like, very, like... I don't know. I interpretation. Mean, yeah, that's the thing is, is, like, weird is kind of objective. Like, what's weird to you might not be weird to me. Like, I don't know. What are you into? It's like, we're all... Everyone's into... Okay, what's the, like, what would be, like, the weirdest thing to tell someone's grandma that you're into? Not you, just, like, in... Like, what's the weirdest community that you wouldn't want to tell... Like, go home and tell your grandma? Sounding. Sounding. Oh, sounding. Yeah. It's always sounding. Actually, this should have been the first before any of this came out. You know what sounding <laughs> is? No. It's where you get like rods and Wait, no rods. Wait, I need to be ready. One second. I need... Yeah, take a breath. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So like they have different sized metal rods. I love that you're explaining this. Like different. I live different... in the sex house. Yeah. <laughs> you live where you live in you, a... I used to. But you can't sound. I can't can't walk into a room on mushrooms with someone in my house being sound in the middle of 25 people. (laughs) True story. Little rods in different sizes, and uh, you stick them up your pee pee. That's sounding. And make, if you do it wrong, you bleed. Oh, does it vibrate or something? Like, no, oh, no, I'm sure they just, have vibrating ones. Sure, I thought yeah, that's a great that, idea. That like, like a wind chime thing. Like, if does they it make don't it have them, can we make them? I need to know now. Wait, so they're like Q tip sized or something? They have varying sizes depending on all how I'm, much you hate yourself. No, all I'm just kidding. I'm, all I'm saying. <laughs> What's the girl version? I'm not trying to kink shame. Yoni <laughs> eggs. What? Eggs. They're like little eggs that you use and you can like clean your muscles. Did we come back to the eggs? <laughs> Look, you should have just let me tell the story earlier. <laughs> Wait, you asked there's for a story behind what? We said we're not talking about alien sex egg <laughs> impregnation. <laughs> okay, now you have to. They got things that shoot eggs up girls' cooters. Like a turkey baster thing that shoots If you it ever up, use what? the word cooter on live air again, so help me God. Cooter? Yeah, kind of kind of like a turkey baster. That's a good kind way of. to put it. it it's like a, 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 like a metal nerve. <laughs> so, you know, you like, it's like a trigger and you just shoot it in there. Oh. And then it leaves an, uh, an egg behind, which is like a weighted thing that you like can push out of your vagina because pelvic floor is supposed to like muscle things and help. Right, we're going to count down the rest of this story because it's uh, my whole system is just kind of like we're really on a podcast talking about the. But you don't go from being like a church girl to like this. Oh, I was never a Actually, church girl. Actually, a lot of the church girls like that stuff the most. Oh, yeah. Lots of like <laughs> ex-Catholic people. Yeah. 
Yeah. But these there's like phases, right? You start somewhere. You don't like just you don't go from just like some people start hard from the start, like piss on me, you know, like I don't know. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what? All right. Um music related <laughs> questions? I don't know, bro. He what, gets what are we doing? So uncomfortable. <laughs> no, it's just funny because Are you into pee or something like that? <laughs> what? He's not, no. Dude, Unless he hasn't no, told me something. No, it's uh We don't shame people for their kinks, yeah, by the way. I'm not shaming, I'm asking. Like, no, it's just funny intrigued. it's just funny being in an interview and we're just talking about like gnarly sex. He shit. is shy. I am shy. I'm very introverted and shy and I don't know why uh, he likes me. I thought we were gonna talk about art and suddenly we're talking about alien impregnation eggs and shoving stuff up your He's dick. He's gonna yell and... at me when we leave. No. Why was no, this is gonna be a funny interview though. <laughs> Nobody's no people are gonna get halfway through they're and gonna then they're be gonna like vomit who the fuck is onto he their dating. Computer. They're yeah. gonna oh, they're gonna question me. Remember when Ryan was scared of me for three seconds? Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna go right back to being I think scared of me. We're learning all about you guys, you know? We are learning. It's good. It's none of it's as weird as it sounds like it is. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you every adult behind closed doors, once you've had a couple years to explore, like everything is a kink. You know what I mean? And if you like to have fun, you like to have fun. Like the gerbiling thing. Well, let's not hurt animals. No animals. Yeah, the only be the only touched. thing that's wrong with that is is that no you're animals, no children, animal. no incest. Does that count as bestiality? Yes. I guess. It is if a you're sex using oh, an animal. Oh, right. right, you're right. Yeah. He says we're weird, but look at his brain. He said gerbiling. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just out here. I think he. Act, I think he's acts the more innocent. Mind where are they? Where where you keep the gerbils? Do we need to yeah. save them? Where are they? Where are they, are they in you right now? Do we need to call nine one one? Lord. Okay. Um. Let, let's let's music and. Do you make music at all? I am a drummer, but I don't actively. I did play drums. Cajon. You played a cajon on a beat recently. I did very reluctantly. Yeah. What's a cajon? It's like it's one of those boxes that you set that you on, like the drum box. Yeah, you just like would set on it and you'd be like, you know. I can. What? I don't know if I can. It's just a square box with a hole in the back, and it makes. Oh. Have the cajon on the screen. <laughs> I wish we need the ghost producer. Maybe <laughs> if we had a Ouija producer. board, we can get. Ooh. Wait, wait, one last thing. So if you have a Ouija board, do they? <laughs> are they gonna like actually come out and like they're gonna be like an entity in the room, or are they just stuck to like the Ouija board? Like if you're using it as like someone like a full on being just gonna, like can I be like I need someone to be my podcast producer and then there's like a guy that's gonna show up in the chair. Does Probably not. This but isn't the movies. Anything can everything's a movie. God damn it. Uh, um, but it could happen. Don't mm. close your mind to that stuff. You should try. Yeah, it. you gotta open up no, your I'm third eye, man. You gotta open up your third eye and you gotta be receptive <laughs> to <laughs> put a crystal in your bra. Wow, are you in? A, are you in a crystal? Are you guys in the crystals? No. Are you into like astrology stuff? They sure are some pretty rocks. They are. Yeah. But, I make um, crystal jewelry, and people like to ask me what it means, and I say it means that it's, it's shiny. What do you feel? What yeah. do you feel? But your astrology people or no? You know, my whole thing with astrology that I think is really funny is everybody wants to be so open-minded, but then they let a horoscope tell them exactly how they're supposed to be. And I get that most people don't mean it that way entirely, but all I'm saying is uh, I am my own person. I don't believe in a predestined fate. 
Mm. And so astrology bothers me because it tells me it's trying to tell me my personality type based off of what time of the time and and you don't believe in fate. Um, I don't believe in a hundred percent fate like that. And so I think astrology is an interesting map and outline, but I also think it's kind of whatever. She's debating this. I like to believe in choice because otherwise this why is are we so here? crazy to look the, at the video and like see like the size difference it's just <laughs> the funniest thing I'm... ever it's oh pretty... you can see it over there yeah, i was like what screen are you looking pretty at pretty great oh because well, all we got up like on this screen Viking. is uh itunes <laughs> Fredo bang two-face something too uh oh my lord that looks like some god stuff what you don't like God? I think we have Wait, to end this now. What about do you, what about last question? Do you guys what what happens when you die? Do you just die, or like that question ever, haunts me every single day? Have you ever watched really? the movie Enter the Void? No, sounds like a good song. Are you talking about my soul? Have you not seen that movie either? Are we the one where the dude's in Japan and smokes DMT at the start, and then uh, he gets fucking murdered? DMT in Japan Whoa. sounds terrifying. Is this, a, is this like a Korean movie or something? No, 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 no. It's just it's an older movie I used to watch with my friends back when we were doing gnarly stuff. Uh, but like... he he smokes DMT at the start, and it shows the whole trip and does this whole thing, and then he dies later, a little bit later, and the entire movie is him going through his death, and it's a westernized reworking of the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Hmm very loosely based Mm. on the tibetan book of the dead um but it kind of shows you going through your whole life and revisiting you know elements of your life that happen after you're gone and your spirit leaving and uh it's a lot that movie is i don't want to look back on my life like that i Um, fucked up a lot yeah but but i mean that's i guess the most closely i would uh I would say of what happens to you after you die is a big old DMT trip where you go over all of your all of your your life and but try after and that, understand things. You're in the void. Like you don't go to heaven. What do you think? I kind of think I heaven hell is a, on on the planet kind of thing. Yeah, like, I don't I don't believe in eternal life. I I'd say reincarnation makes more sense than eternal life. I definitely mm. don't think that there's a an angry dad figure in the sky that calls himself God going, if you do that, I'm going to spank your ass because that's, you know. I mean, kinky. unless he's doing it in a kinky way, yeah. Hey, daddy. Kinky God. There's definitely a kink for that. Yeah. I, yeah. Yep. I definitely know someone that got caught in a, uh, a church. Yep. We're yeah. not going to go into that. There's a, a whole thing happening there. Yeah, you guys have seen some stuff. Sounds like and continue to. You know, Every back day. in my day, we had to walk to school fifteen miles in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> back in Nam. Yeah, I mean, I am probably the oldest yeah. person in this room for sure. Back in my Can day, I ask how old you are. Is that thirty-four? Oh wow, how old are you, Gertie? You're like thirty, right? Twenty-six. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forget. No, you're not. Wait, I forget. <laughs> You think I'm lying to you right now? No, dude, I'm 26. My my birthday's in September. I turn 27. It's oh, I'm right. not my that old. In Wait, September. remember I asked you that on one of the previous podcast episodes. So if you're lying, no, I'm I'm, I'm I'm. Do you want to see my ID? <laughs> I can pull, pull out it my out. ID. Prove it. Maybe it's just the beard. Maybe it's the beard. No, every, everybody always thinks I'm a little bit older. I mean, part of it is is like I got sober and shit nine days before my 22nd birthday. So like. I've been like oh sober gosh. and working and just doing that since before I even turned 22. So like I'm, 
I lived out all my crazy, dumb oh. shit years. Oh, sorry. It's fine. Uh, I lived out all my crazy, like, dumb shit years by the time I was 21. And so, like, for the past, like, four-ish years has been me straightening out my life and, like, getting that together. So I've been living on some real, like, adult shit um, since much earlier than most people kind of come out of their, like, fun phase. Hmm. You know, um, I get that a lot about me being, like, coming off as, as older than I am. How, how long was your fun phase, baby? <laughs> oh, man, you know, most of my 20s, most of, yeah, all of my 20s were my fun phase, my fuck-up phase. Huh. I, my dad kept telling me, your 20s are f- fucking up, and I was like, oh, bet. And I, like, maybe I listened to that little thing too hard, you know, I was like, yes. There's also part of my 20s were spent in Oklahoma there, so there ain't shit to do there except for to get fucked up and to fuck up. Like, there's literally nothing else to do. That should be their slogan. I think it is. <laughs> my town's under 2,000 people that I grew up in, so there's not... Oh, was there, like, a chance you're, like, related to people there and shit? Yes. Damn. Everyone. We didn't sleep with people from there. <laughs> very afraid of accidental incest. Is it incest we, and it's accidental? We though? made it to the incest conversation just in time. We made it. We really went all the way around <laughs> Ding, today. ding, ding. I feel like you guys had like a whole conversation on the drive here. This is what we're not going to talk about. <laughs> I just covered every single thing. It always happens. I'm the worst. I will purposely make people uncomfortable with my everyday conversation because... This is life. Penises exist. Fetishes exist. Yeah. Art exists. My and past exists. Incest We're exists. Gonna, incest exists. We're talk about all of it. I, incest doesn't exist in my life. Yeah, just me, so we're clear. Also, okay. me neither. What about you? <laughs> yeah, me, How's your uh, past history just in with Arkansas. incest? I'm too young to have any past, really, I feel like. How old are you? I'm 21. Oh, you're just a little thing. Yeah, yeah and think about it. Well, at the time I was like 18, 19, the pandemic hit. So I really haven't been able to do shit. We've been oh talking about God. this. That's like, what a, like, so we'll Fuck. notice every week I'm at Supernova, people, like a bunch of kids that are like freshly 21 or like have, are like 22, 23 will come out to the club and none of them know like how to act there, like how to, like any sort of <laughs> etiquette for being <laughs> there, like no doing idea. anything. Yeah. And security brought up to me, they were like, yeah, well, like when they turned 21, they just drank at home because you couldn't go out. Yeah. And so like, yeah, they they That's like, really crazy to really think about. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. Like y'all are probably all socially stunted. Not me. Uh, yeah. I talked to everyone. <laughs> I just talked to people the entire pandemic. No, yeah, but there's we, like we a whole like group of people that probably like from this time that are probably stunted like socially, you know. Oh yeah. Look at the kids, like the actual like What about the kids? Yeah. <laughs> Wild times we live in. Um you know, it's hard out there for a pimp. Yeah. <laughs> Why is that always my answer? Lord. Well, uh, what is some advice you guys each have for up-and-coming artists, creators, uh, influencers? And if you say the same thing, you have to make sure you don't say the same thing twice or you get neat. Was it sounding? I'm going to sound you myself. Oh, oh God, dude. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> friends don't let friends sound each friends other. Friends don't sound each other. Friends <laughs> don't do that. Um, no, as far as advice goes, uh, wear multiple hats, do everything. 
I think the the last thing I said was don't uh, was that jobs are the the root of all evil, right? Like nine to five jobs are the root of all evil. So I'm not gonna say that again. Stack cash um, though before yeah, you quit that but, job. But stack cash, shake ass. Yeah. Literally, just just try everything. You don't know you dislike something until you've done it. Oh, and that's like sounding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, I think we need to wash your mouth out with soap. You're the real dirty one here. But uh, no, but like it when somebody asks you if you can do something, don't say maybe. Say yes and go figure it out. There's yeah. enough fucking YouTube tutorials out there. That's how I've done. That's how I've been able to do everything that I've done. Save up, buy the equipment you need, and tell people you'll try and you'll get somewhere with it. And it's of the ride is a blast it's a fun time it'll also drive you insane and that's okay i think that my advice is it's okay to be stoked about yourself mm. no one else is going to be enthusiastic about you unless you're enthusiastic about yourself i know we're told that we're not supposed to be all about ourselves and brag and things and there is a very fine line about being enthusiastic about the things that you're doing but if you don't have that enthusiasm and you're kind of tail between your legs and like kind of uh, you know not the biggest fan of yourself you're never going to make it anywhere unless you like you just happen to meet the right person but you have to have gumption to move you forward and that gumption comes from believing in yourself get stoked about you today because nobody's going to do it for you tomorrow everybody's got to have a little bit of kanye right in here ego is important you just have to know when to keep that shit in check you know you got to think that you're the baddest motherfucker on some of these days or you're going to just drown I, 12 That's years true. in there's so many days I've questioned why I'm doing this I've dreamed about smashing all of my pictures on the wall you know like you just you want to throw it all in the trash and you have mm. to just like look at it and go I'm fucking awesome I'm awesome I think I learned a lot this episode about sounding I think we learned a lot about each other you're not making me rap so that's good um, I oh, don't say that or you might try I know Gertie likes pee play now Jesus no one fuck. ever said that and that baby came from a 2,000 people town and what happens there stays there and uh, yeah, this has been the NAS podcast with fucking uh, uh, Gertie. Got it. Jesus Christ, man! <laughs> and baby.